Hey everyone, Naime here with Digging In with Naime. Super excited to be on the podcast today. If this is your first time here, welcome in. If you've been here before, welcome back family. Uh, I'm super excited, like I said, to just be on the podcast. Like it's it's dope doing this podcast. It's very, um, it's a lot of work, right? But I think that this, this is definitely teaching me a lesson just about uh, hard work, consistency, right? The idea of if, you, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it which is definitely a season I'm in my life where I'm just trying to, you know, build up my character, be a woman of consistency, be a woman of integrity and character. So that's kind of the journey I'm on. And honestly, this has helped with that. Definitely. So what's up? As you all know, uh, I'm reading a book. I've challenged myself to read 12 books in a year. And so I'm currently reading Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Um, unfortunately, Fortunately, I have no updates. I I think I read a couple pages since last week, but honestly, I haven't done much reading. This week has been, I don't know, man, crazy. <laughs> this week has been crazy. Uh, very, Just a lot. A lot's happened. I feel like I have no time in the day. The days are just going by so much quicker. It's been hard for me to wake up in the mornings. I'm waking up around 645, 6, 7, uh, 647, things like that. Um, and, and that's significant, and I'll, I'll tell you why that's significant in a second. But um, you are probably thinking, that's so early, Naime. What do you mean you wake up at 6.45? That's early. I normally wake up at 5, and so for me to not wake up at 5, like that's a whole hour and 47 minutes that I'm missing out in my day. And I normally, you know, I have a, day, a morning routine. And so when it pushes me back, that means my morning routine just starts later, and it just messes up my whole day. And so I'm trying to be diligent in being consistent, right? Consistency is key. And so, yeah, just send me some good vibes. I would appreciate it because I'm struggling just a tad bit. And it's only been since Monday. Monday, I feel like, yeah, since Monday, it just has been crazy. So it's only been three days. Today's Thursday. So, yeah, three days. Well, four if you count this morning. But anyways, it's been just a little wild for me. So I haven't really read, so I'm sorry. But I also want to add that I am now joining a book club. Me and two of my great friends, Senate and Kim, will be doing a book club together and we're reading The Hate You Give. So this month I've tasked myself to read two books. Uh, And so I'm hoping to be diligent with that. I'm hoping to be consistent with that and to actually get her done. You feel me? Well, I'm sharing still about Puerto Rico and just what that experience was like in what I'm sharing with that is is the idea of being uncomfortable and what that looks like um, and and just what comfortability looks like. I had a conversation yesterday with two amazing people, Sean Avery Madlin and Garrett. I do not know Garrett's last name, so <laughs> but basically skinny black and and Garrett. And we we just had such rich conversation and it was it was great and definitely much needed and I appreciated the time spent and one thing we talked about, I think it was just Sean and I who spoke this specifically, but we talked about in a space that he's in of just where he's comfortable, right? He, he's in a comfortable space. And it's not, it's not that type of comfortable where there's not growth, right? Because there's reality that you grow out of, you grow in uncomfortability. But there's also this reality of like, there's a space that I'm able to produce, I'm able to create, I'm able to grow and learn and still be comfortable. And that's a position he's in. And it had me thinking of like just Puerto Rico and and how um, I had a problem with how comfortable I was 
in my life. Uh, so in Puerto Rico, we stayed at a cabin, um, which I've stayed in cabins before when I camp and stuff. And so that was no problem, right? There were a lot of bugs and I do not like bugs. And so that was a little intense for me because <laughs> these, these ain't regular bugs, y'all. This ain't no regular Arizona bugs. Like these were like huge spiders as big as my palm and and like locusts and and lizards. Well, I didn't mind the lizards because lizards don't really freak me out. But it, it was intense, intense beetles, huge beetles, right? They weren't no little bugs that you see they were no grasshoppers right like they were huge bugs and so that 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 was just a whole nother thing but we stayed another place we stayed was in the missions house and in the missions house I just I don't know but being in Puerto Rico just made me realize like I live very well in Arizona I live very well especially being in this new apartment that I just moved into where it's quote-unquote like luxurious right like luxury living First off, I don't even know how I got this. Like, this is all God for me to even be in this apartment. But it just had me thinking, like, I live very comfortably. And there's so many people in the world who don't. Uh, when I, I always address, when anytime I think of water, I address how in Flint, Michigan, they still have unclean water since 2014. And it made me think, like, if I couldn't bathe in, you know, my shower water, like, what would that, what would that be like, you know? It had me thinking there are a lot of people after the hurricane in, in Puerto Rico who were deserted, right? Who had to move all their belongings, if they even had anything left you know, to salvage. But they had to just move and give up what they had. <clears throat> and I'm just thinking like, wow, like I live comfortably, right? I don't, I don't question whether my lights are going to be on when I get home. I don't question, you know, when I hear... Uh, noises at night. I don't wake up terrified that someone's breaking into my home or, or that my car is being broken into. Right. I I don't lay my head in fear. Like I I go to bed comfortable. I wake up comfortable. Um, I don't fear my life. I guess is the point I'm trying to make. I think the most things that I may worry about, uh, is like, I mean, paying for things. Right. Because I, because I do, um, my my financial situation has shifted a, a greatly, and so from time to time I, I I worry about that, right? But I don't worry about my life. I don't worry about and even and even in that, right? Even in like me making money, I, I'm still slightly worried because there's reality of like my parents. As much as I really try to play my parents to the left and act like they don't help me with anything financially, uh, they have. There's been times where like I literally did not know what I would do and I reached out to my dad or my mom and they've helped me, right? So it's like they play a very large role in my in, in my life. Um they're they I go home and on Sundays I take groceries from their house. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I went grocery shopping today actually this morning, but I know on Sunday when I go over there, whatever I'm lacking, I know I'm gonna get it for my mom and dad, right? Like my mom buys things. Like, she buys two of things, right, For so I could take stuff home. Like, that's what my parents do for me. And I, I don't worry about my life. Even when I visit my parents, I don't worry about my life, right? Like, I, that's just not something I think of. I don't think. Now, now it's also very different, right, because as, as a woman, there's also a reality that 
there are times when I'm in situations, right, where I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to me as a woman? I'm the only woman here and there's like all these men, right? Like, okay, yes, maybe in situations like that. But even then, I don't, I don't question whether my life is at jeopardy. And that just, it made me feel a way in Puerto Rico. I just, and I'm not saying that I met people who were living like that. No, not necessarily. But we were in one of the places, I think in two of the places we were serving, it was like, quote unquote, their hood, right? So it was their place like where I guess there were a whole bunch of kids who went missing. There are like women who, all, all these things are happening, I guess. And in the two, in some of the neighborhoods we were in, specifically two of them, at least, and at least this is what I heard from the children there, right? So I had a conversation with these boys, teenage boys in Puerto Rico. Um, and that's what they were saying. They were telling, telling me about the, in between the spaces that we were in and how like they have, they have gun gun violence and different gangs there and all these different things right and when I was in this space right because I went to serve there we we taught some classes in this these communities I didn't even realize that's where I was first off right um, but it's just the reality of I did not fear I did not fear now I would love to tell you that's just because. I'm so bold and I'm reckless and I'm fearless and I know who my God is. So I don't need to be scared or worried. But the reality is, is that that's just not my reality. Like gang violence isn't my reality. And so I don't fear it, if that makes sense. Right. So like gun violence, while while it's a real thing, I can go to any festival and something crazy happen. Right. Especially because just this past week or past few days, there was legit a festival where a white male again shoots it up. Right. But I don't, like, I don't live in fear. I live very comfortably. I don't wake up thinking where my next meal is going to come from. Um, right? Like, I have food in my fridge and in my pantries. I have running water. I have good running water. Right? I have air conditioning. I have lights. I literally rest my head in my own bedroom. Like, I don't have to share space like that with a whole bunch of people. I have a roommate, but... Like, we don't, other than, like, the the family quarters, we don't, like, share, you know, rooms. I have clothes after clothes after clothes and shoes to wear. And I just felt a way. I felt a way about that. I really did. I felt so bad. I felt, and, and not bad in a way of, like, oh, my gosh, like, I I need to be doing more. I mean, I definitely think I could do more. But I felt bad in the in the idea of like I live my life fearless, but what am I doing to make sure others live in fearless like fearlessness, fearlessness, right? So I always say I'm an advocate. I say that I'm out there advocating for people, right? But in reality, what and who am I advocating for? Like, what, what, what is my work looking like? What does my everyday look like? Right? Am I, am I being more conscientious of the things and the people that I'm operating with? Right? And I just, it's something I wanted to look at. I, I really questioned um, moving into this space. Like, I was just like, because in, in Puerto Rico, I haven't moved in yet. But I really thought, like, is this the right move for me? Should I be trying to go and live in this luxury apartment knowing that there are people sleeping, you know, outside? And at the end of the day, I, I, I talked to a great friend. I talked to my roommate, actually, Kimberly Williams. 
and and you know we put it into into perspective of the idea of like the Lord's just expanding my territory, right? And there's work, obviously, in some capacity that I can do here. And, and in different things, right? Like, even the wealthy. And I'm not saying I live with wealthy, wealthy people. Like, that's not the case. But even people with money, right? They need Christ. That's the reality. They're just as broken as anyone else. But it, it just it made me question my intentions. It made me question my experiences. It made me question my perception about others and, 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 and on myself and about the world. And I also, it reminded me in 2015, I made a comment. I had like this mantra, I guess you can call it, but it was uh, experience over possessions. And so in 2015, I made like a promise to myself that I would not be a materialistic person and I would not go out seeking for material things. However, I would use my financial situations, right? I would use my money, my finances to pay for experiences and to pay to serve others and to give to others. That was like this whole thing I said to myself in 2015. Since 2015, right? So four years later, I definitely can say that I've, I've done that. But I can honestly say that I've done it more so because of like I, had, I didn't have an option, right? So there were, there's, there, I'm not saying I've been, been broke the past four years, no. Right, and so I have been able to travel. Y'all see, I travel a lot. A lot of that, though, I I don't pay for, like a lot of it. Anyways, that that's beside the point. But um, I, out of the experiences, right, so being able to travel, that has definitely been something that I said I was going to do, and I did it, and so that's been great. But in the idea of like me not owning stuff. Honestly, that's because I don't have the money to buy it, right? Like, I'm not going to waste money on shoes, on a new pair of Nikes, or on Louis Vuittons or whatever. Like, I just, I'm not wasting money on that because I don't have it. Now, if I had it, would that be different? Eh, possibly. I mean, I don't know. That's a thought. But I, but I, I think, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that I, I, I made a declaration in 2015, and I haven't been operating out of the fullness of it. I have been giving uh, a lot. I give as much as I can. Um, even if I don't have it, I don't, I don't think of it as giving out of lack. I think of giving it out of abundance. So let's say I have 20 bucks and I only have 20 bucks. Like I would give that 20 bucks because I have. I've done it before. I've done it where I literally had 20 bucks. That's it. And I gave it to someone who needed it. And, and I've seen God bless that, right? So I, I remember one specific time I gave it. A friend asked. I gave it to her. Somehow my brother ends up hitting me up. And he asked me something and just sends me money. Right? So it's like, what? Like, things like that has happened. Or I've also had an experience where someone asked for money. That's literally all I had. And I gave it to them. And then, like, I end up booking a job where I can make money. Right? So, so it, again, because I'm, I'm a consultant... And then I also am running my nonprofit. So my nonprofit at the moment is I'm not making money off of it. Like any money I make from the nonprofit is going back into the nonprofit. Naime Alexandra Thomas is currently not making money from her nonprofit. I'm not, I am not taking like a portion of it. It's all going back into the, to the organization. And so just being in this space of like, I want to walk. I want to be a woman of integrity. I want to walk what I say, right? I don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to walk the walk and talk the talk and if I'm saying that I'm gonna be a giver like I want to be a giver in the full 
full essence and capacity of what that is. And so I'm still obviously, you know, trying to find, figure out what that looks like and stuff. But the reality is that this is what I spoke over myself and this is what I'm trying to, to strive towards. And just being in Puerto Rico, I was able to see um, some areas in my life that I could change and I can uh, continue to push and continue to evolve in. And then some areas where it's like, Naime, it's okay that you, you, can, you can live in this apartment and not feel guilty. It's okay, right? You can have this thing and not, and not like burn yourself down. Like grace, right? Have grace over yourself. Forgive yourself. And so I just wanted to share that because I know that's something that I was struggling with after being in Puerto Rico and then coming back and, and just seeing where I'm at. I think it's just, it's just trying to find a balance with everything. I don't want too much of anything. I want just enough, just right. And so I'm going to continue to evolve and learn and reflect and see where I'm at, right? Um, I have my inventory days, which happens on the ninth of every month, where I literally make sure everything's in order, check, like, right, financially, make sure I'm in order, emotionally, I make sure I'm in order, physically, like, I just, I do everything to make sure that, like, it's not made good today, I do an inventory over my life, and so, for my inventory day, I definitely want to make sure that I am uh, reflecting and addressing all of me as a full human, right, I know we have this idea of self-care, and a lot of that's, like, Go take a bubble bath. And that's great, right? Like, I'm not going to deny it. But, you know, self-care is also going to the doctor's office. Self-care is also making sure I'm eating right. Self-care is also, find, you know, learning and understanding what are the little things that are triggering me this month, right? Like, that's all self-care. And so, yeah. I hope you are all striving to be better every day. And I also want to encourage you not to compare yourself to anyone. Your better does not need to look like anyone else's. Your better does not need to be like anyone else's. And so I just want to share that with y'all people today. Uh, There's no song of the week. Sorry. Maybe next week. But yeah, y'all be blessed. Be great. Be awesome. Peace.